the leadership adventure. The leadership adventure. An agile leader is first turned towards the future, the challenges and the novelty. I think we can talk about mindsets. You know, sometimes it can be fail, learn and succeed. That's a learning process. The Leadership Adventure Welcome to The Leadership Adventure, the podcast that takes you through the highs and lows of being a leader in the 21st century. In this series, we talk to experienced leaders about their journey to success, inspiring you to make a difference and face the challenges ahead. I'm Olga Dutko, and I will be your host today. In this episode, we will talk about agile leadership, agile leaders, and how to become one. I'm joined today by Christelle Dolavo, Personal Development Manager at Segos Group. Christelle is passionate about giving everyone the keys to flourish in a constantly changing professional environment. With more than 20 years' experience in the selection, assessment and development of executive talent, she has worked mainly in recruitment and consulting firms as a consultant and project manager. Crystal has acquired real expertise in leadership through numerous roles as a headhunter, coach and director of assessment missions for senior executives and managers in major organizations such as SNCF, Total Energies, etc. Today, she inspires people to develop the skills and behaviors that impact and transform businesses. Hello, Crystal, and welcome. Hello, Olga. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. I'm very happy to sit down with you today as well and talk about this very interesting topic, agile leadership. You know, when I was preparing for this podcast, I was going through different articles and information and interviews around agile leaders. And I had this impression that agile leaders are kind of um, perfect human beings, you know, the most intelligent ones, the most resilient ones, adaptable ones, capable ones, etc. It feels like they always know what to do, how to act. They have this perfect vision and answers to everything. So my first question is very, very simple, really. Do those people actually exist? And if so, can you give me some examples? Of course. Thank you for this question, Olga. I really understand your point of view, as it seems so huge. Uh, as you ask me for an example, I would like to take the example of Richard Branson and talk also at the same time about his strengths and also his failures. I have a sentence in mind when thinking about him. Every day I am learning something new. Since his beginning, he has been on a quest, a quest to learn. From recording company, you know that, to retail music stores, to airlines, rail, telecommunications, banking, and now space travel. So he speaks about expanding his perspective and stretching himself. I love this image of stretching yourself, which illustrates so well the physical movement, the capacity of really take yourself further. But I could probably speak also about leaders, other people you don't know, uh, maybe it's a friend of you uh, who has saved his company during the pandemic crisis. So what is interesting here is the common points between those very famous leaders, agile leaders, everybody knows, and other people maybe 
you know, a friend of you who has a real talent for agility and uh, who became an agile leader. This is very interesting. It's so interesting to listen to different opinions and views, you know, about what constitutes qualities of an agile leader. But if we try to be a bit more specific here, can you talk to me about some qualities or the main qualities any agile leader would have? Of course, let's start with the main ones. So an agile leader is first turned towards the future, the challenges and the novelty. So it's all about curiosity, the willingness to learn new things, as we said before, to be open to the world, go as often as possible outside their comfort zone, pushing themselves. Maybe that's the base of his profile, a state of mind, you know, a mindset ready for change and be ready to learn more each day. I think we can talk about mindsets and maybe even more uh, speaking about innovative mindset. Yeah, so you mean like embracing the change and embracing the reality as it is, right? Not fighting it, but accepting it as it is. Yeah, exactly. It's facing a current situation, yeah. whatever it is, and be honest and accurate in your observation. Right. So, yes, so the mindset is obviously very important, as you say. But I imagine that there are some other qualities, like people skills, for example, because leaders do not operate on their own, right? Yeah, people skills is so important. That's the human part. So to be in interaction with others is another key element. Uh, agile leaders have the ability to lead others where they would never have gone alone. That's a big point. Uh, their way of believing in the impossible and opening the field of possibilities is incredibly stimulating for others. So at this stage, Olga, I think we can share two main competencies around people skills. First one, identify the potential of people. They know how to do that. They know how to develop people. They know how to stretch people. And second one is about communication capabilities. They are communicating a lot each time it's possible, as often as you need it. Right. So I'm thinking there are quite a lot of things to do, actually. Work on your mindset, embracing change, the reality, stretching yourself, stretching people. Quite a lot of things to do. And I imagine it does take a lot of energy, right? Yeah, you're right, Olga. And I think this energy has to be directed um, towards a goal, an objective. Right. So maybe we talk here about drive, okay? Yeah. Drive to success. Um, so I would say vision, determination, perseverance are essential to achieve significant results and performance despite the obstacles. One of the common points of great agile leaders is a very clear vision of the objective to achieve and the way they will achieve them. So being ready at the same time to do something and to change the plan. You mean like to have a clear vision? And it makes me think again, because how is it possible to have a clear vision when the future is uncertain? We <laughs> don't know what is coming. How can you do this? Yeah, I, I like a sentence. It's know what to do when you don't know what to do. So this kind of leaders always have a plan. They have a plan A, B or C. And how do we decide the plan they're going to implement? You're going to ask me for sure, Olga. And that's a big deal. Yeah. And today, you know, we're in a data-driven marketplace and environment. So I would say first they observe. They observe the market. After that, they collect data a lot. 
they built with those data, they built a conviction. And they declined then this conviction in an action plan. And maybe a thing is that this process isn't possible unless you give yourself, they give themselves a permission. So it means a permission to succeed or to fail. So you always learn from that and you can move ahead. Right. As you said in the very beginning, talking about Richard Branson, I'm always learning, right? Exactly. And this is a killer element. I want to take this conversation a bit further. So we talked about agile leaders, qualities of an agile leader. Can we move to the organizational level? So we have agile organizations and we have traditional ones. Mm. Uh, please talk to me about the differences between the two. Yeah, of course. So I think if we start with a traditional organization, it's all about, for me, telling people how to do their job and give more information on the how rather than on the why. We are in a pyramidal organization where ideas, decisions are coming from the top to the bottom of the pyramid. And after the arrival of the empowerment concept in the 1980s, societal issues, new transformations at different levels, complexity becomes a trend of these last years, right? So in this specific context, these new types of organization, first with the emergence of sociocracy and allocracy and finally liberated enterprise, have made human-sized companies even better, more agile, even removing all hierarchical links within the company. Liberated, the company is better able to adapt to market turbulence. Uh, for that, they have enabled individuals to work more autonomously and more responsibly, with short decision-making circuits. It's also a question of rhythm. It's also about speed, you know. The challenge for companies that adopt these types of organization is to release the potential of employees and their ability to act and decide within their own parameter of decision. Thanks, Crystal. It's very clear. And it made me think, it seems that it's so much easier for a leader to operate in a traditional organization. You know, you give orders and people follow them. It's very simple. In the agile one, it's a bit different because you need to make sure that everyone plays the game, that everyone shares the vision and the values and the why. So how do you make it happen? How do you ensure that everyone finds their place in terms of usefulness and meaning and performance. You're right. This kind of organization, I mean, agile organization, requires different qualities and different type of action, such like uh, construct a meaning and a purpose that is essential for establishing this collective meaning shared by all, which overrides individual interests. For this to work, these leaders must be able to take on this new role of leadership to be an active component to enable agile organizations to exist. It sets the tone concerning the role of a leader, who then provides the confidence, a shared sense of purpose, the space and the playing ground needed for initiatives and potential to be released. Organizations will rely and these individuals with a specific communication and people skills, which is a full part of agile leadership. Right. Can I please stop you for a second? Because to be honest, I'm a bit lost. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked about leaders. We talked about people. We talked about organizations. So I have this question in mind. Who engages whom? 
it seems like a chicken and egg situation to me. Yes, I like this chicken and egg situation because I think the two fit each other in a circular and vicious way. We can cite maybe three milestones that sum up this movement. First one, I need to engage myself. After that, I'll be able to engage others and I will mechanically engage a system and so on. So maybe I can speak now more about impact. Which impact do an agile leader and his actions will have on others and on the system in developing, for example, new products, gain new markets, achieve growth? And this way of driving success is giving to the system the opportunity to create even more added value. And this more added value, this growth, will give opportunities to new agile leaders to come into and so on. So that's how it works. I mean, actions, impacts, results, and how, how this impact of a leader have an influence on the organizations and vice versa. Right. So thanks. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's clear now. <laughs> thanks a lot. Yeah. Sure. Um, so I want to ask you one more question. Uh, if you can be a bit more practical, really like practical, um, if you want to become a more agile leader, for example, what will be the first step? I understand it's a journey, it will take time, but what what is the first step or the mm. first action we can make? Okay, maybe three first steps. Experiment? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> first one, experiment? Yeah. Second one, experiment? Yeah, right. And third one, <laughs> experiment. I love it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, being open-minded, curious, observing what is happening both inside and outside the company. It means keep investigating on what I can do myself, what I am expert in my perimeter, and how I can help my company grow. So the how is the way you can get a freedom journey for me. And if you ask for me about experimentation, Olga, I would say first observe, observe the market, observe your environment. After that, take the opportunity Try something new, just try and make the experience. Provide feedback, ask for feedback about that and measure the performance of your action and act again. You know, sometimes it can be fail, learn and succeed. That's a learning process. Yeah, right. It is a process. It's a journey that will take time, right? It will take effort, will take time, and it will require some courage as well. We didn't talk about courage, but probably we can cover this topic in our next podcast because it does take courage, you know, to try new things and to fail and to try again. To conclude, can I ask you please to give us three highlights or three key elements that we need to remember as individuals to start this journey? towards agile leadership? Of course. I think at this moment, at this stage of our conversation, we can show three highlights. First one, I would say, know yourself better. Where is your talent? Where is your bright spot? And what do you still need to learn? And keep moving in your development. The second one would be, keep open-minded, observe new things, and challenge others in your company, starting with yourself. And be close to your intuition as well. Third one would be take your responsibility, measure your impact. You know, it's just look in the eye, really, and carry of truth, <laughs> true things. Yeah, the reality that we the reality, about. Yeah. the reality of what I do. Yeah. you know, to be just accurate about that, and include also others in this system as accountable for the results. Yeah, maybe last but not least, we could say be kind with you, as this is a process, as we told all the podcast long. Yeah. 
Olga, and follow your path. Yeah. This is great, Crystal. Thanks so much. It is a process, definitely, but you gave us some tools and ideas to start this process and this journey. So I thank you very much for that. Thank you, Olga. That's it for this episode. Join us next time for more inspiring stories and tips on how to win at being a leader. Until then, goodbye.